Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Jim, we're um, here at, uh, uh, well, we're in the dining room today because we had more guests today. But we're here with uh, Lawrence Lewis and my old friend, Devin Paulson, who, if anybody has ever seen my house or been to my house um, or seen my house on television, uh, you know that it is beautiful. And that is because Devin Paulson was the person behind that. So he uh, did all the rooms and the different colors. And um, so that, that's your history with this house. That is. Thank you very much. It's very sweet. <laughs> it's wonderful. But you've gone on to do a lot other other projects, design projects of, of different places. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, uh, I've moved mostly into kind of restaurant design and, mm-hmm. and art and stuff like that. Nice job with the spits. Uh, Thank you. Spitz is one of my favorite LA restaurants. They're one of my favorite too. They're great guys. Yeah, they're they're really it's it's like the best thing that come out of Occidental. Yeah. College. The Spitz is this very Not President food. Obama? Well, that too. But <laughs> he, but he's right under. Yeah, right. It's second guys. to the, the, the home of the street donor. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the only place you can get donor kebab in America. I know. That's why they brought it here actually. Which is genius. And we had that's a fantastic. lot of donor kebab in Europe, which is my favorite food, but the one place that you can get it is Spitz in Eagle Rock. And Devin designed space. That's fantastic, yeah. And the Los Feliz With, one, and also, right? Yeah, I was going to say uh, that. Yeah, that's, all of them. It's down from my, my, my place. I was, mm-hmm. was going to mention that to you. It's just down. Okay, so you did all of them? Yeah, yeah. Myself and, and Celeste Cortez did a lot of the design and the art and stuff in them. And we started working with them a long time ago and just now are pumping them out. There's like four, that's five great. restaurants now. I'm glad that they're branding now, and that, but they're, I feel like they're brand could be global it's such good food they're definitely i mean they open like one every year practically mm-hmm. they're a major contender good. for yeah. stuff but they're, they're always very kind when i when i pick up food they're like al usually goes to pick up food and so if i go they go give al some love <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet <laughs> which is they're like goodness. i always i'm sure to always come home and give my husband some love some love good. so we're here so we're here with lawrence lewis also oh. You know what? I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt real fast. They're actually one of our sponsors too for Alone. Oh, oh for Alone. They, um, which I guess we'll get into. It hasn't yes. been mentioned since, but yeah, they're Let, one of our sponsors. Yes. Let's let's they're get great. into Alone. Now you guys are here um, to talk about your very, this is very scary to me. Um, this Halloween, we're going to have the Alone, it's called the Alone Project. Or is uh, alone? alone and Existential Haunting. It, alone and Existential Haunting. Yeah. Now, will you explain? I, of course, I know about it, and we were sharing the video between ourselves, and then I was like, I can't believe it was you, because I saw it and I was terrified. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, it's Devin. So I don't know if that makes me more terrified or less terrified than it's Devin. Because I can't um, be scared because hmm. it's Devin, because it's Devin. Right. Um, hopefully, hopefully less. Have you I, seen Devin? I, I, <laughs> It'd be kind of scary. I know Devin well, and I'm scared that but I'm scared the, the, the whole idea of it is terrifying and so I want you to, to take our listeners through what the project is what is it about take it away well it's uh, we like to call it an artistic exploration of fear mm-hmm. loneliness self-preservation it's uh, it kind of it borrows the structure of a of a of a haunted house like mm-hmm. an extreme haunted house but we kind of ditch all the trappings of Halloween there's no blood there's no gore mm-hmm. there's no co- I mean I don't say costumes, yeah. but it's like, you know, no scary clowns, no insane asylum escapees trying to kill you because yeah. none of that stuff is actually real. We kind of go for it within the context, of the within experience. the context of the experience. Like nobody's you know? actually going to kill you. So we're not going to pretend to, to kill right. you. Instead, we kind of suspend our participants in this other world of limbo that where nothing is familiar. There's nothing to really ground themselves. We disorient. 
um, and it's full contact. And we, mm -hmm. you know, so our, our performers inside can touch the participants, can move them through the space, can hood them, you know, explore all, all realms of fear and in, in all of its different aspects. And I think the most important structure of it is that each person has to go through alone. Mm -hmm. Hence. Yeah. Hence the title. Right. Which I don't know if I could, okay, every time I've gone to any kind of chamber of horrors or like, I know my husband and I, we were at Madame Tussauds and they have a very intense chamber of horrors because they don't have a lot of wax figures that are chamber of horrors like, but what they do is they employ actors to oh, just God. terrify you. So like <laughs> down in the basement of Madame Tussauds in London, there's like 30 guys and it's all dudes. And they're just there to fucking scare the shit out of you. So I went through with my husband and since he was the only man in the entire space, all of the women grabbed him and we were all like holding on to him like kind of just he was our touchstone we, we all go through together so that eliminates a big healthy portion of people who would be able to go through like it does yeah it absolutely does and and you know we understand that and and you know the point of this was to make a very scary experience but in different contexts than halloween or the horror genre mm -hmm. so we know it is it, it is kind of terrifying for a lot of people and it eliminates a lot of, of people from being our participants but we when when there's someone on the edge of, of wanting to go through but too scared we really support them and tell them yeah. they can go through yeah it's not like we're trying to scare people from yeah. from not making all, all the way through or we don't see ourselves as like the most terrifying halloween experience ever because that's not at all where we're coming from mm -hmm. it, you yeah. know this is a lot this is more about your body's reaction and the manifestation of fear and, and your, your the mechanisms of that inside your body which you overcome every single day right life is scarier than than alone right. you know <laughs> right. it's like rush limbaugh is scarier than alone i mean yeah, come yeah. on we survive every single day you can get through our, our little half hour uh, uh, theater piece but it's also like there people are you're really confronting what's really scary you you done away with the trappings of mm -hmm. um, like the scary clowns the ridiculous blood you know you, you done away with like Dude with chainsaw. a chainsaw yeah, yeah exactly you done exactly. away with all of like this hockey masks and yeah. but you're getting to the root of what is really feared that to me is what's scary about it exactly I mean that's exactly what we were intending too it's like what is actually scary when you go through like a space it's like walking through alone not really know where you're going or where you're supposed to go or like having a flashlight not always being directed where to go mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff is is what's terrifying to us yeah. and I mean when you have nightmares you don't really ever have a nightmare of the guy with a chainsaw I no. mean, maybe sometimes yeah. some people do no, but we don't it, do it's this. more about the, the bizarre the disorienting that the mood you know dreams are much more psychological you never at least I never dream about you know an insane asylum escapee trying to hunt me down no yeah. it's much more immediate and much more profound you know that, that the kind of fear that you're talking about um, well like the only thing that I could say would come close was when my husband did a haunted house maybe 10 years ago um, Elliot Smith had died about three or four days before they did the haunted house. So they decided to have a room that was the Elliot Smith room. Oh, wow. In the haunted house. And that to me was very scary. Too soon. Now, it was too soon. No like day, like no days before. Like, they also had, I think, a guy with um, explosives that was sort of a terrorist. Oh, yeah, yeah, And so yeah. this is sort of like almost like right after 9-11. I think so, told me this before. I yeah. Think. That to me is really scary, too. Yeah, yeah. So people didn't know what to deal what to deal with like how to yeah. how to deal with it um but so this it's cool that you're doing that yeah when you're inside like a um something like um a haunted house or something and you have like clowns chasing you <clears throat> um like that's that's clearly fake you know it's fake so like we're trying to eliminate that like fakeness that that and just get to the root of that fear mm -hmm. i guess yeah so it's more like real life stuff and like yeah mm -hmm. uh, and our, our influences come much. not 
from within the horror genre. I mean, we love going to horror films. We love going to haunted houses. Yeah. But I think not for the sake of the genre, but more for the sake of, of having these experiential moments where you really feel something mm-hmm. and that and that can come from anything from from you know from uh, a, a, an art installation or mm-hmm. or you know a, a a good film but i feel like audiences are, are are they're growing so much more there's so much you know they need so much more to really mm-hmm. feel something that uh, these kind of immersive events i think are really taking hold because there's quite a a need for that kind of uh, excitement yeah like i'm thinking about um what is the one in New York where it's at the McKittrick? It's yes. Sleep, yes. No, Sleep more. no More. Sleep No More, yeah, um, which uh, David is a part of. It's, it's sort of a, it's, a, it's an ex- immersion experience of Macbeth mm-hmm. where you go in and you, you sort of are thrust into the, the world of Macbeth, but it's in different environments. Um, but this, this is, a, the, the whole thing about alone, what's ex- exciting to me is that you're getting to the root of what fear is. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and the fear ultimately is that we are alone. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think one of our one of our like uh, sort of um, thought points in going forward this year was was something very similar. You're kind of like trapped inside your subjectivity, mm-hmm. and um, you know you're basically alone inside of yourself. Like you don't know. It's kind of the other mind problem. Like you don't know that there's other minds in the world. You're just it's very like kind of solipsistic road to go down. But like that's that's kind of a, a one of the thinkings and one of our uh, our sort of concept this year is the body. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of down a a similar point is like you know um you don't have a body you are a body Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so we're playing with a lot of like um we're playing with the body a lot this year Mm -hmm. in going in going forward um and kind of making you feel your body psychologically Mm -hmm. and experientially um through architecture um as like a means to control you and your body and and different things like that Again, mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much, yeah, but yeah, I mean, really yeah. feeling like you kind of are, are engrossed in this space and, and much like your body is a space for yourself, this room is a space yeah. for our bodies You've, and so on and so on and, and, and letting people experience the space and feel what's around them and, and not giving them any context to grab onto. Mm-hmm. And that just sends people into, into a very different place than what you get at, at other type of events. It's Hopefully. cool. Hopefully. And, and the experience is, it, do you try and change it up each year? Have you done it for a few years? Last year was our first year. Yeah. This so is our oh, second. We're one year okay. running yeah. so far. And we're changing, oh, wow. we're changing it completely. Yeah. Right. Cool. yeah. I know my mom was like, well, you have everything for this year, <laughs> so that's good. I was like, no, no, we have nothing because it's a whole new show. It's a whole new, a whole new show. New it's a whole new show. But don't you think like because it does not have the horror trappings that we're so used to, that it can be something that goes beyond Halloween, that it can be something that is just an evergreen because Absolutely. In, in a sense, like, you know, the horror, the, 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 the trappings of it, you've let go of. So also like the seasonality of it, you can let go of the mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. um, whatever, whatever what we're celebrating, really. Is it Beltane or I'm not sure what uh, Halloween actually yeah, is. Yeah. It's one of those like witchy holidays, but yeah. um, you could probably make this something that people need to confront. I mean, because we all confront fear and we need this fear, I think, is a very important thing does as a big role in our society yeah sure Mm -hmm. you know and it keeps you in line in a lot of ways so this could be something that you could just have you thought about doing that absolutely Absolutely. i mean that's that's kind of one of our main goals is to do that i mean you know for the pure sake of developing a a a crowd and a base we need to kind of focus it on halloween right now but we Mm -hmm. do hope to kind of disconnect from from halloween and and you know have other events not not from that base that not from that fan base because they're they're, they are very vital to us but we want to be able to do this you know at any point during the year just like Mm -hmm. you would go to you know 
uh, an, an, uh, see an art installation that that is that maybe sends chills up your spine right. or, mm -hmm. or something really uh, unique and, and and unnerving. You know, those aren't based on Halloween, but right. Or like know. Nick Cave is playing here next week, and that's the oh boy. at the height of summer. Yeah, exactly. You can, see, yeah, you can see yeah, you can see Nick Nick Cave oh, you, on the twelfth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see Nick Cave in the height of summer. So it's like you know you want that available those dark feelings available yeah. or have yeah. you thought about making it into a film gosh we haven't that's a good not answer. really no. <laughs> no we haven't um, I don't know how it uh, would present itself in a film yeah but. I think yeah, I mean we, we haven't really yeah. because it's more about kind of like going through the experience yourself so like I think any kind of filmic component to it would have to be part of the structure of, of going through it so it'd yeah, be more yeah, like I mean, the, get the whole, the whole idea was to project, get yeah. people physically involved in an experience and I, I work in film so I think this was a great escape from from right. doing that kind of work and doing something live and in person yeah. and, and physical that was what the big draw was for us well it can it intersect all the things that you do like intersect here because it's visual art it's it's music it's um, theater it's it's uh, you know all of these things that are coming <laughs> together um, I mean, it seems like it would just be a very in, in, enriching thing and a very empowering thing to create. It is, yeah. It's been it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Last year was amazing. I mean, it was it, being the first year. You know, it was an incredible struggle just to get it off the ground. Every night was like a race to the finish line just to open the front door. But it was the most yeah. rewarding process. It was the most rewarding thing we've ever done. And to see all the reviews in the press, it was it was it was amazing. Yeah, well, we were really amazing. fortunate with the reviews that came in. Mm -hmm. um, that was really fantastic and helped us kind of build momentum yeah. from last year going forward into this year, which right. we're like, you know, full steam ahead right now going and into 2014. And how many people does it create? Do you need to create it? Um, so far, two. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for 98 more. Um, no, we lovingly um, had so much help and support from all of our friends. We that, really that did. Really from costume in. people, from makeup people, construction, um, construction people, audio, sound, music. I mean, everything. And all the performers great. that came through were really great. They would like help us put put together. They'd come early and say, "Can mm -hmm. we help?" Put, put, because I mean, each night it was like uh, getting there and like having to like rebuild the space yeah, and do like, things that broke things and you know or stuff that we hadn't thought of the night before we couldn't get to well and, and like yeah. meanwhile people are starting to come through and we're like i mean there was times when like people are going through and they're going through every three minutes so there's little breaks every once in a while between uh -huh. them and we're like like rushing around like going around them between them into other rooms and fixing something and then rushing back around yeah. like right before they get in oh, uh, wow. so it's full of that kind it of it takes like, a village and and luckily we have we have the support of many to help us get through it yeah. and, and this year we're, we you know hopefully we have a, a bigger budget and more resources to throw at it and then you know it will be less of a well yeah. i think heartache. what the movie is is that it's it's one single unbroken shot going all the way through it uh -huh. and then the so the scenes are are you guys putting it together also yeah. so it's from the inside and from the outside oh, Somebody it. runs into the theater and yeah. punches you in yeah. the face. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Do you want to write it? Yes. Will you be in it? It's, it's, let's do this. It's the noises <laughs> off of Halloween. Yes. <laughs> I'm scared. Like I, I plan when we, when you guys go up, I'm going to come through, and I know I'm going to be screaming. I think existential horror is the most terrifying. Good. Yeah. Exactly. It's the, it's because it's at the root of what real fear is. Have people ever freaked out? Oh yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we, not, we, yeah. When you do something that's quite outside of the box, you get some real outside of the box response. Yes. Yeah. To it. Yeah. We, we, we had the definitely cops called of, yeah, the cops were called we, last year. Uh, oh, we got just, threatened with lawsuits. Yeah. All oh kinds my of stuff. God. That's good though. That's that good. Was, Do people have to sign anything to absolutely. go through and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because we, it's full, full contact. And so you are, 
you mo- we say you move through the space and are moved through the space. So yeah. we will we, we will grab you and move you around and put you where we need you to be and stuff like that. So yeah, you absolutely have so to sign. They, a, they, yeah, so they do sign something, and, yeah. and there were some extreme reactions because we we are doing something extreme. Yeah. But at the end of the day, nothing really evolved into anything. I think yeah. that's good. You know, yeah. They settled down. They they had a minute to kind of recover. It's more immediate, right? Like very, which exactly, kind of, which is kind of the, so we the won. response in a yeah. way. Yeah. You know, it, it was shocking and terrifying the first year, but we were like, oh yeah, we this is actually what we asked for. You know, right. we're putting we're putting people in bizarre situations, and they're gonna respond bizarrely sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and so somebody goes through on their own. Mm-hmm. Is it timed out? Like this person goes and then. Is there any chance that person can come? I, I mean, what control do you have? Like, I guess if you've got people to move them about. But, I mean, you, when it first happens, do you not even know? You're asking some very, um, <laughs> very uh, well, I'm probably, I'm probably pressing questions. I know you questions. can't talk about stuff like that. but um, no, Yeah, you, you, nobody, there was no, there's no real chance that you can go go backwards. Um, there's, we're, we're I, I, I just, both I'm, watching. I, I'm just such a pussy. I'd be like, I gotta get the fuck out of here right now. Well, we I do. We think do. You have a. There's a safety word. Okay. We do okay. allow you to, to get out if you if you want. really feel like we need. You and to we're not get out. again like we're not trying to make you get out. So it's like we we always tell our, our performers <laughs> make sure you ask them again. Like say like Are you sure? Because you can do this. Like do you right, really right, want? Right, right, right. So we don't. It's not just like you say the word and you're out. Yeah. We try to. Try and give them yeah, the benefit of the doubt. Them, give them a chance and, you know, yeah. remind them it's actually scarier out there than it is here. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. But some people can't. And, and so we do escort them out. Yeah. yeah. And there was definitely people who had to use the safety word last year. Yeah. Now, is there something that you can tell us that you're not going to do in this year that you did last year? There's some part yeah, of it? Yeah, I think so. Maybe one no. thing, just yeah. one, just yeah. one thing, just, yeah. you know. I, th- I, I think uh, probably the, one of the creepiest things was at the, at the end of the experience, um, you're, you're kind of led into, and it was like, it ended up being, we said 30 minutes, I think it ended up being it about, really 40, about 40, 45, 45 minutes, minutes yeah. your journey through the space. At the end, you're led into this very dark room and you're, you're kind of. Yeah, you're sort of pushed backwards, so you're facing a character who's like pushing you backwards, mm-hmm. uh, you, right up into you're, a bed. You're laid down, laid down in bed on the in this bed, and it's pitch dark, and all of a sudden you hear someone talking to you, and it's it's this old man lying next to you, <gasps> and he he he, he, <laughs> he, leans over, he leans it's over and he's starts telling you a story. He's mumbling about, though, he's into, mumbling like, almost incomprehensible. I mean, it's this guy Roy. Up. Yeah, yeah, this is an amazing, amazing performer that we were so lucky to have, and uh, he was great, and it really freaked oh, he a was lot amazing. of That's people up. out. That's fucked up. And so, then he made you get up and go, uh, g- like, he made you pray sort of next to the bed, and we raised the bed a little, and so then you had to crawl under the bed, which then became a tunnel the into the next The only room. way out was to yeah, crawl, crawl under, under the, the bed. bed. Is, it, is it all dark? And I, I don't know what you can give away or not give away, but is it all yeah, there, the there, whole okay. experience there are, is dark? There are portions right? of it where it's pitch black, okay. absolutely mm-hmm. no okay. light, and then there are pictures that uh, portions that do have some sort of ambient light, some lighting. ambient light. And then so there's, you can there's see what's going on around. There's sometimes when you have a flashlight. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, anyway, you had a flashlight at certain times, and we would take it away from you and give it back yeah, to that, you. That was a big hoax. Was that you could you go through with a flashlight? With a flashlight, and we, we took it away most of the time from yeah. most people. Yeah, right that, at the very that could be a weapon at some point, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. But you know, one of the scary things, and like this is this is why, like one of the things that when we're thinking about what scares us is like again walking down that hallway, and like you don't know what's through a door, and there's a couple different doors. But it's also not lit, right? So you are like wherever your eyes, the light goes, your eyes go. But you don't know then what's over there and what's over here. Mm-hmm. So like that was very scary. So we definitely wanted to have the, a, a portion of it where they had the flashlight and were moving through the space themselves, which mm-hmm. 
which we did. Yeah, we did. But good, were good you work. guys inspired good, good by Thanks. like um, that sort of recent um, uh, resurgence of hell houses? Like, you know, where they have like a religious bent to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you that know, to I, me is I, very fascinating too. I saw too. that documentary not that long yeah. ago. Um, no, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think it did inspire us really. Yeah. So, I mean, just going through um, haunted houses in general, mm-hmm. like I think the one thing that inspired us the most was going through haunted houses and then going like well we could do this better that wasn't that scary yeah, yeah. at the end of and the so day it was finally we were like disappointed because they weren't really all that scary i mean yeah you get the boo scare and you get mm-hmm. someone jumps out you're gonna jump but at the end of the day you know the narratives uh, it all kind mm-hmm. of falls a little flat and we just kind of hope for more i mean we it's, love haunted house we still go so we always, all the time yeah absolutely mm-hmm. we love them but we just we walk out going like more and then to see stuff like like sleep no more mm-hmm. and those kind of things happening it just kind of like yeah another really big sparked the sparked the, the light bulb for us to be like this is what we got to do yeah another big influence was um gregor schneider did you mm-hmm. ever see that it was at mocha maybe what was it like 10 years ago yeah, or something 2003 2003 um he did the thing called Death House U R or Death House Er. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did you ever go through it? It was like it, it was around the backside of the of the Geffen, and he basically since like eighty five, I guess he's been working on this house that he was born in, mm-hmm. and he just and then he at various times like ships other parts of the rooms around to like you know different museums or biennials mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but you basically it's a it's a very similar structure where they let you one in at a time. You have to go in by yourself. There's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. But it's just this weird creepy house that he's constructed that is like you kind of walk through and there's like trash in places and you kind of have to find your way out of the mm-hmm. different rooms and stuff. That was a like I think that was a real like It was a real impact for us I yeah, think. I mean it was really cool. the first time it was that amazing. I can recall like really like experiencing a space like a fully yeah like um uh, being fully inside of an experience mm-hmm. and being alone and right. like kind of saying like do what you can do yeah. and that was yeah it was really influential it also reminds me a little bit of um, Damien Hirst and like mm-hmm. that art can be about things that are not pretty it, it, art can be beyond portraiture and yeah. beyond beauty mm-hmm. it can be th- go into very deeply fearful terrifying things and being alone to me is a really it's it's a it's a recurring thing that like I'm I'm terrified of and I was obsessed with those French women that like there was a couple of like French women who did these weird art experiments where they would be buried they would like live underground for like over a year and like oh my god wow. <laughs> they like live underground by themselves and then one of them couldn't deal with it anymore and she killed herself but even after she had become like able to come up above ground and so there i have this weird book called alone which is really crazy oh but it's God. all about we people that. like that yeah. yeah and there was like another one where a woman moved to um antarctica to some like weird like way station and she mm-hmm. she was just like living there because she really wanted to sleep so she just was like addicted to sleep but she realized oh, that i think i have that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, I think i have that addicted no, no, to sleep sleep, I do, I, sleep I not pizza every single night yeah. oh and pizza sleep. But she felt that sleep, like, I want to go someplace where I could just sleep as much as I wanted, but then sleep is actually finite. There is a point, a saturation point where you actually have slept too much and you can't anymore. Did you ever hear about the Russian sleep experiment? We were just mm. talking about this. This is the no. thing. This, I might throw up. Uh, yeah, this, this is the one thing that I think is, I've ever seen unnerved Devin is this experiment. I don't know when it happened. Was it the 50s, 40s? I don't even remember, yeah. In Russia, they took five uh, prisoners of war and decided to do this this sleep experiment on them, where they were going to they had this gas that prevented anybody from falling asleep, and they wanted to see what happened if they kept these people awake for thirty days. It's mm. the opposite of the lady who went to Antarctica. It's the yeah, opposite the of that. Side. Yeah. And 
they didn't get through the whole experiment. They only got to about 15 days of it. But I can't even, I don't even know where to begin. They, they, they went crazy. They had yeah. a microphone. Yeah, in this, they literally went crazy. They, they literally went crazy. Chewing there was a, themselves. They chewed themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they disemboweled themselves, yeah. but we're still to alive. Themselves, not to, to each themselves. other. To themselves. to themselves. They splayed out their innards on their beds and mm-hmm. they just, they uh. went completely psychotic. And when they, they had, they had wiped themselves with feces and paper and, and, and covered up the portholes so nobody could see in. They mm-hmm. had a microphone inside and they just all the talking stopped. So they weren't sure if the microphones were still working, so they made an announcement, with, which they said they would never do, that, you know, lie on, the, lie on the floor, we're coming in to fix the microphones, don't try and escape. And the only thing they heard was one single voice coming on the microphone saying, none of us desire escape anymore. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to be there. They wanted to be awake. They didn't want to fall asleep again. And when they they rescued them out and tried to like sew them back up, they none of them wanted anesthetic. They didn't mm-hmm. want to go under. They just one of them saying just said to the to the surgeon, "Keep cutting," mm-hmm. with a smile. Completely bizarre yeah. realm of of what happens with when you're deprived of the sleep. So I'm glad that woman went and got some sleep. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, um, insomnia is really a terrifying state. It's it's another, because you do feel alone, it's another part of that existential fear. Mm -hmm. Because when when you have insomnia, which I have terrible insomnia, you are alone because everybody else is asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I can't imagine you probably live both sides of the spectrum and you as well being being on the road when you're performing to thousands of people a night Mm -hmm. and then you go back to your hotel room Mm -hmm. and you're by yourself. Yeah, it's very isolating. Right. It's so weird. But you're surrounded by so many people at the same time. Do you feel like this extreme loneliness in amongst all these adoring fans? What that should be one year is um, they get to experience (laughs) being a comedian on the road. It's That's extremely a, it's a terrifying. Alone and, and do not give them the flashlight because they will hit somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's really terrifying. It, it's, it disconnects you at some point. I mean, if you're on the road a lot. Um, yeah. And if you, you have know. insomnia. My yeah. worst episode of insomnia, I did not sleep for um, 10 days. Oh in a row. Did you chew yourself? Almost She's chewed. five days away from <laughs> disemboweling, chewing, myself. chewing. But it was extended. I, I was. I fell asleep after eight days. I was in England. I was in London. I fell asleep after eight days at, uh, on top of my covers in the middle of the day. And then I got a phone call from somebody. I, I can't say who it is. And, <laughs> and then I, I woke, called me and I was like, I woke up and I couldn't sleep again for another two days. Oh, God. So it's like very, it's it's very scary. Oh, man. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to come and I'm going to go through. Um, now you have also, it's a whole event too because you have, mm-hmm. so if you have people going through uh, every three minutes, then you'll have people waiting outside for them too. Yeah. Well, yeah, you buy a ticket for a certain hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way you're not there all night. You know, you show up at seven, maybe you wait until 7.45 to get yeah. through. You know, unless we're having a bad night, then maybe you wait and made a little bit longer. Oh, we don't have but, bad nights. Uh, no, we don't have bad nights. Um, so, so it's not, you know, there's no massive line. It's not not Sperry Farm where there's like a thousand people trying to get through. Mm. It's very limited. You know, we one person at a time. So, you know, there's there are, not a... There are walk-ups, but it's very... There are walk-ups. So there's not a lot of tickets. There's not, it's not a, you know, thousands of people don't get to go through it. So it's, 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 it's manageable. It's not like... You had to wait in line for five hours to get yeah. through. And then do you have sort of a thing happening outside, like food trucks and stuff? You know, we didn't do that last year, but I think... It was um, all we could do to get the thing going. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. Like, but this year we're definitely having a, an opening reception nice. where we're going to have some performers. Huge, yeah. uh, if all things go well, Lydia Lunch, who was just on your podcast, mm-hmm. is going to do a yeah. little performance. Yes. And, oh, great. and we, we wanted to, to really integrate a lot of art and theater and music and dance and, and performance art, uh, you know, not only into the show, but into into the opening reception and and, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully, you know, throughout in some and, way or another. Yeah, and also we, we're having a post-experience lounge if mm-hmm. all 
things fall into line this year, which we tried to do last year, but again, like we just, it was way too much to do. Um, and so we're going to have basically uh, a kind of a, a, a secret bar, a secret bar, if you will, a speakeasy nice. at the end. So <laughs> when you come out, you can be in a, a, a space where your friends will be coming and you'll have, you could talk and, and kind of well, decompress. Well, you a place to put yourself back together. Exactly. exactly. Before going out to the even scarier world. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm just having like a crazy memory. Um, Devin, I was at Devin's house. Um, is it is this this thing near your house or? Uh, this downtown? actually wasn't too far from where, but it's in a whole different space this year. Okay. But yeah. Um, and I I, I was I've been sober for ten years, and then I oh the loft I, party. I went to downtown. the loft party at his house. Um, I, I, I hadn't had go yeah here. I hadn't had a drug or drink in ten years, and then I had. A jamba, it was like a weird jamba juice. It was like a, it was a smoothie, but it was oh. mushroom smoothie. We were just talking was, about that. was my birthday party. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. my birthday that was, night. I was, that, was that, that was it. And there was a lot of, we were having this series of parties. We accidentally kept buying too many mushrooms. Uh-huh. And, and we so we had to get keep rid throwing of parties. So it was like, I don't even know, five, six. And then word got out and strangers would show up and it just became this thing. And, and one of them was my birthday. You were there. Lydia yes. was there. Yes. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, my friend Anka, I believe, handed you. Yeah. A mushroom, mushroom smoothie. smoothie, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, and I did, I, I just not, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I was like, I guess I'll, I'm not sober anymore." <laughs> That's a I, know, I, that was I, it. I grabbed Duncan. I'm like, "No, she doesn't, she doesn't do anything. Don't do that." And then she's like, "She's drinking it." I'm like, okay. "Yeah, but it's the weirdest <laughs> thing to like be totally sober for a decade yeah. and then do mushrooms." <laughs> oh wow, God. it's so. I, I think I wouldn't recommend it yeah, but I mean I'm glad I did it face, well we're honored to have broken your security. yeah we're yeah. so we're so happy <laughs> it was really it was really profound but I love the idea of like having a lounge after the alone experience so that you yeah. can get people together yeah so you yeah can call it together yeah you can and, call and it if, together and if you know the secret word you might get you a mushroom smoothie <laughs> it was like a jamba juice like smooth like it's something that they should like an add-in in like a jamba yeah, juice yeah yeah which they should have. Mushrooms are not my favorite, though. There's no. just a little bit... Hallucinogenics, for me, yeah. are a little intense. Yeah. They're strong. Yeah. yeah. You know? But the, uh, the, it's a good experience to try it. Do people go through, go through on drugs? Do you think? Uh, I, we, I can't imagine they didn't. Right? <laughs> but we have no association you with that no whatsoever. Of course not. No. no. Um, I, I don't know. You know, there definitely I people definitely go through smelling of alcohol. Very much like that. so, yeah. And then you can kind of see... You know, we watch the whole, we're directing the whole show from a bank of monitors. Um, oh, so you can see it them while they're it, doing it. We see it. Everything. We can. And, and we're talking can... to each, to each character. Oh, good. We're, we're controlling it because it's, it's a very, I mean, saying like letting somebody go in every three minutes, like you were saying, like you'd want to turn around and go backwards. Nobody ever like tried to turn around and go backwards, but there's definitely people not knowing where to go. Yeah. It's a very timed it's the unpredictability out. Yeah. unpredictability of a person. And you so we got to be in charge looking at the whole thing. Going, but yeah, exactly. after a while, did you kind of figure like, not that everyone's the same, but it sort of goes in a pattern. Like they do this and that, and, and maybe there might be. By yeah. the last yeah. day, we had it by down. The, <laughs> by the last day of, of our Run. third year, yeah. we, we are hoping to have it down. Um, did, did you ever turn anyone away? Did you ever? Was there anyone where we, you go, we you're actually, too fucked up? We or actually this or that, or? didn't, and in hindsight, we should have. There were a couple people. There, there one of the women. One of the one of the participants went through. She she threatened to pick a fight with one of the performers. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, and they knew at the front desk that she was a little something wasn't right with her. Yeah. And we probably should have told them at the front desk just don't just don't let her in. So I think we're going to be a little careful with that this year. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, you can definitely see. You you know, you see the, the the average person go through, and you see their responses. And then when someone's standing out and acting funny, you know something's up. Yeah. Well, the space that you did it in last year was sort of a bit of a sacred space too, because it's kind of an old Masonic lodge. Yeah, yeah. the Oddfellows. So it was the Oddfellows, yeah. not That's Masonic, scary. but yeah. And so we 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 tried to use a lot of like we actually bought some some necklaces and headpieces and stuff from the Oddfellows. Yeah. And like had our our front people in the front like wearing that stuff and. On Facebook, we tried to, uh, and other social media platforms, tried to like use as much of the yeah. We, we, kind we of didn't want to we we could. Could. thread through a narrative or, or anything. We try to, we tend to exactly. stay away from narratives. Very specifically but, trying to stay away. Yeah, yeah, but we we embraced where we were. We embraced the history of the building and kind of used those images, uh, yeah. you know, as a little bit part of our of well, our. I think aesthetic. they're scary. I think masons are really fucking terrifying. Yeah, because yeah. they're so uh, like all powerful, and then there's always like that kind of iconography that like. Includes like George Washington, yeah, but yeah. then also is like is this kind of Jack the Ripper too? In the basement where the where that where the bed was, where you crawled under, it, where the whole show ended, and where the opening party was, we had Squeaky Blonde, this uh, you, oh, yeah, you know, amazing yeah. performer with Devin Sarno playing this you know crazy uh, you know music. Where they were performing in was the uh, uh, boiler room? crematorium. Crematorium, yeah, that's mm. right. It's where they would cream, cremate, cremate their... the, the dead members of the mm. of the Oddfellows. Yeah. yeah. That's and we didn't find that out until like we were already halfway end. through the show. Yeah. We're like, that that's what that is. <laughs> that's intense. Yeah. So now you're moving it this year. Where will it be? We uh, don't really oh, we do. yeah, release so that, that information. No, well, so you'll, we you'll, know. You know. Uh, yeah. We're working on it. But yeah, I was going to say, if you guys don't things, know yet, <laughs> it's, it's coming up. I know. Yeah, no. Trust me, know. When you, when you buy up. a ticket, I mean, you know, we promise it's 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 near. It's it's in the L.A. Central L.A. Yeah. You buy a ticket. Sacramento. <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> you, you buy a ticket. You will, you know, you're giving us your your phone number and your email address. You will be contacted somehow and be given inf- instructions on where to go or, mm-hmm. or how to find the address. Yeah. Or, or A lot of it's trying to keep you off guard, keep mm-hmm. you kind of like unsettled, dislocated, that, yeah. kind, of, that kind of vibe. So It makes a lot of people nervous. We get a lot of emails. Where is it? I bought my ticket, but I don't yeah. know. But, you know, you will be told. You will be contacted. And it's also, you know, blur- blurring the lines of, of, you know, the experience, where things start and where things end. Mm-hmm. That's all. I think that's all I can say. Devin's looking can at say. me like that's all I can it's say. It's great. But would you be scared to go through when we when we do this? I'm shit scared hearing about it right now. Oh, you can do it. Come on. <laughs> I'm scared. When but you I told mean, me I about it last year, because we did talk a lot about haunted houses and stuff like that. Because when we were on tour, mm-hmm. there was that weird thing in Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City, City, yeah, of mm. a big like. And it had like hanging clowns and things in nooses outside. Some, but it was like a, it was like a year round thing. Yeah, that they was had going it all the time. Or, it wasn't Halloween related. It was just kind of okay. constant. Yeah, but, but I we don't know all, if it was just we ready scared. for that or whatever. But it got us talking about it, and then she told me about it, and and it was just like Jesus. That sounds like <laughs> such a freak out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's it it is it, it, it's like I could probably laugh away. Like the haunted hayride kind of stuff with yeah. you know, like an Ichabod Crane, mm-hmm. like whatever, or like the chainsaw guy. But I don't think I could laugh away existential horror, right. the existential yeah. horror of being by yourself. Yeah, we won't kill you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that's any <laughs> consolation. Yeah. 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 But then, but, uh, we won't know, even pretend to kill you. No, but that's the that's the escape. The thing that's the great thing about horror exactly, is yeah. that you do get killed and then it's over. Yeah. Right. Yes, so, exactly. but this is like this is goes beyond this that. It's like it forever keeps going. It keeps ever, going. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't think anybody's really approached horror from an existential point of view, and I don't know why because that's really what horror is is like a very existential experience. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. I, I was just watching 
in in Josh, I have a house in Joshua Tree, and we have this old VCR, you know, set up in a bunch of VCR tapes, and we watched Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen in forever, and it's amazing to look back on what was scary enough, yeah. you know, and to to realize wow, you know, audiences were young, so young in a way that I don't mean age wise, I just mean maturity wise, like they had to be spoon fed every plot point and every like, mm. oh, see, see, the camp counselors are having sex, someone's gonna get, you know, uh-huh. it's all very pointed and, and, and very laid out. And to, and you know, you look at movies now and you see how much audiences have grown mm-hmm. and how, you know, of course, special effects and all that kind of stuff has grown, but it takes a lot more these days to really get at somebody. And I, and I think that's where yeah. this, this, this new kind of experiential theater, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, is, is really making a headway. Which I, is, is, I feel like, um, it's almost like uh, to proceed down the road to make it more scarier, you have to pull it back. So it's like paranormal yeah. activity mm-hmm. or something like that, where mm-hmm. what's scary is that there's no effect. Right, and, Like exactly. a door moves and that's yeah, terrifying. That's yeah, all, that's yeah. all, that's like, I feel like that's scariest. kind of what we've done. Like, there's a lot of haunted houses out there that are like, huge budgets like mm-hmm. doing lots of crazy stuff and there's like lots of or characters even without the blood. huge budge, budgets but trying to or be the most the extreme most, like yeah you there's know, a lot of like we, bro kind of yeah like, yeah and, terrorist and so it's kind of pulling of like, it back yeah. and, and letting ultimately yeah. Aesthetic, yeah you leave and you go yeah but it was just a bunch of people yeah, just yeah. putting on a thing yeah yeah, yeah whereas exactly. what you don't see scares you so much more because yeah. you, right. you exactly, yeah, yeah. Y- y- your mind starts freaking out like what is this what, yeah, am, yeah. Yeah, what am I dealing with yeah. story of my life yeah. <laughs> all of us right, right? have you and heard of the naked uh, naked one the, 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 oh, yeah, Jesse yeah. told us that our, our tour manager told us about the haunted house I oh, think yeah. in Pennsylvania where people were going through naked yeah actually they, they shut it they, they shut they, it down it was before one night, right? it opened they, they, the city made them change it to you have to have your underwear on yeah. <laughs> they did they, they, the plan was was called Naked, naked and Scared which yeah. I thought was a brilliant they idea they shut it down great. by wearing underwear well yeah. they didn't shut it down shut it down they, just <laughs> wear, put underwear just put underwear on yeah but that, that's a genius idea I love that I, I think, think it's hilarious yeah. I think it's so funny it's like okay yeah. it certainly would be more it's, scary it's, if you walked into a room of people and you were like well, that would terrify me yeah that's kind of weird yeah I mean that's would you you are you did go in alone. It was alone and naked and alone. No, you oh, went in with you your, friends. Go with friends. Yeah. your friends. You could go with your friends. It's not much different than what we're doing right now because we are all naked. So <laughs> it's <laughs> very, very similar. The Naked Podcast. The Naked Podcast. <laughs> but it's like, um, yeah, to me, it's, it's what you're doing is really groundbreaking. And I feel like this has more of a place all year round that it doesn't have to necessarily be attached to a holiday. You we know, like it can yeah. be something. Well, we, I mean, we, we definitely are, pl- are kind of like talking about something at the you know, beginning side of next year. Yeah, or, and we can't take credit for groundbreaking. There's a lot of no. people that come way before us years and years ago, you know, back to the, the, the that artist we were talking about have done something like this, maybe not specifically with the purpose of scaring people, mm-hmm. but the, the groundwork's been there and we're, we're pulling from all, all sources of, of, of fine art to, you know, uh, you know Ron Athey and Annie Sprinkle oh, and Karen Finley and yeah. you know all those kind of people from 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 those days of so of taking things to an extreme nature without being extreme. You well, know? but the way I see it is like I feel like you guys really have a place at like the summer rock festivals, like at Coachella. It'd be so cool to have like your thing alongside all these bands, yeah, and stuff. Yes, it would. I think that would be call ideal. us Coachella. Like. Yeah, Coachella or Glastonbury <laughs> or um, Glastonbury. Bonnaroo, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Coachella, you just go through a room in the dark and somebody shit talks your outfit. <laughs> <laughs> or your taste in music. Or you just have to be in a big room full. You know, you can't see the band because it's all Native American hairdresses. <laughs> like it's so. But I, I really feel like this is a direction you should go in. Is like to go to the rock festival route 
where you're like a band. I feel yeah. like you're going to be our manager for this. I know. Is that what's happening? Yeah. You keep pushing this. Well, we, well, we, we, we really were in a band, idea. so this is kind yeah. of the natural progression. We've been in, yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been in bands together. Yeah. So, but this is like in a band, like an immersion band. Like you're in a band, but you're controlling not only what you're hearing, but everything you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. So it would be like maybe a miniaturized version of what you're doing. Not necessarily miniaturized, but just collapsible because it's, it's you know, going to be a rock mm-hmm. festival. So, and there'll be other ambient noise too. But yeah, I think yeah. that would be cool. And I mean, that isn't far off because, you know, we are, we are with the help of our good friend Ryan Connor, who was in our band, we are creating all of the, the sound, all of the, the music from scratch in his studio. So it is like yeah, he, we are crafting music. We're basically recording an album in a way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the, the audio part of it. An and album then, nobody would buy. Then, an album nobody would buy. Which um, is what we always used to do. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. So it's not far off. <laughs> um, and then we create the visual elements as well. Yeah. So it is, you know, it is yeah. very much, a, you know, down that path. But the way that it would work in a rock festival, which is cool, some rock festivals, they have this thing called the silent disco, where oh, people yeah. have like headphones. We played, we played one of those. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. With San Ryan, Francisco, right? yeah. with Ryan. It's cool. Um, that was but, fun. That was really yeah. cool. But yeah, have people go through with headphones and then you're really controlling what's happening in their There ears. was a portion last year where we what we did was we stuck headphones on you mm-hmm. because it is, it's very like, it's kind of disturbing to because you know you rely so much on like hearing and hearing other things like yeah. come up behind you you know so psychologically you're then cut off and yeah. it really and it, again it focuses scary. you again on being in this shell mm-hmm. you know you are in the space but somehow disconnected from the space at the same yeah. time yeah it's very rock it's a, it's very rock and roll i think this needs to go to rock festivals that's my yeah, yeah. let's do it yeah. that's my judgment here because this needs to you heard it here first well because it, it's like <laughs> also that? you need a, a something like in a rock festival there's too much mirth there needs to be some existential fear. Yes, bring it. You know, bring it down. And because when rock and roll is really rocking, when it's really metal, it's really isolating and scary. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when rock and roll was like scary? Yeah. Like yeah. oh, with, with, like like when Metallica came out with what's the one with the Johnny Got His Gun video? Metallica had that thing where like it's mm. it's it's that the Johnny Got His Gun where it's like that old movie where. Um, the soldier gets all of his senses blown out. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's just he's kind just, of um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is that? I can't. I, don't know. I think I can't. I can't remember. And he but, taps Morse code with his head. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's so good. very. This is that's a very kind of alone thing. So yeah. I think rock and roll and alone. Okay. It's it it, it goes together. It's gonna happen. So let's let's figure out okay. so you're, where you're it's four. gonna go. Okay. I think it's got to expand and go into this rock and roll thing because I feel like this is what the hipsters really need. They do. They, they do. do. They need something. They, they need, need a, sla- a smackdown. They need a smack across the face. You know, they need to no more like what you know. Maybe one day of the festival you could do Molly. This you, this is what you do the next day. Well, we are doing the um, mushroom shakes that we're going to hand out. Yes. yes. At the beginning of delicious. Each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a really I think it's a really a, a, a good idea to actually go. And, and expand beyond Halloween and get, yeah. you know, let, let's get this fear in our life. It's a healthy fear. It is. Yeah, well, we are looking to do something early next year, maybe in the spring. Um, uh, it's just an inkling in our head. I don't know yeah. if we really talked about it, but it is something we definitely want to do. We've mm-hmm. talked um, about it. Oh, we have? Yeah, we okay, did. we're talking about it now. We are now as well. So, th- yeah, things are coming. Things are brewing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look at the goth, like the goth, sort of phenomenon. Like, goth was kind of like Halloween. Wait, what are you calling me? Goth? No, <laughs> It used to be Halloween, and now it's like people, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, this could be a lifestyle. Oh, come on, I know. Just start all love. Over. It's all about love. It's all about love. I mean, I don't know what any other rock star I would be as afraid of. Is there any rock star that you would be uh, afraid of? Not even in an ex- existential way. No, just like a scared way. Just a scared afraid way. Of. That they that they're scary. They're you scary. Mean? Well, Diamante Gallus oh, sends oh, chills yeah. up my spine. Yeah, delicious chills. Delicious <laughs> chills. It took me a really long time to kind of, you know 
really embrace it for what it is. Yeah. I was really afraid of it as a kid. She's great. Yeah, she's amazing. I like Nina Hagen, too. Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. She's such a cute, beautiful yeah. alien. I was in uh, Vinyl Fetish years ago, uh, back in the, like, the late 80s, hanging out with my friends that worked there, and Nina Hagen comes in, buys a record, and, and says, thank you, in her squeaky little Nina Hagen voice, <laughs> and walked out. She was amazing. She's Were you amazing. terrified of her? No, I was fascinated with her. If it was Demon de Gales, I probably would have run. <laughs> But yeah, it's scarier. Yeah, especially you wouldn't understand what she said. Yes, Lydia can be sort of Lydia can be scary. Also, yeah, she's she's in real life as well. She's a sweetheart. She's she's a handful. She's She's a a ball of energy, and she just she's a powerhouse. She keeps going and going and going. I mean, thirty-five years on the road or something like that. Do you remember like having dinner with like her and like Gene, and then he would be cutting himself with a knife? Yeah. And it'd be like totally. Those were the days. Trying to have dinner, like. Also, I remember some story. <laughs> Those were some. What's the story? Well, I of I wouldn't. He would punch himself in the face until he passed out. Yeah. yeah. Also, which I think it is was a dark amazing. time. I think for 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 Lydia. For 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 well, it was Lydia. like the turn of the but century. It was like you know we were gonna the millennium and yeah. then Y two K and then Gene cutting himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and we're having you know these really surreal dinners with Emo Phillips, Lydia Lunch, and mm-hmm. Gene cutting himself. You were there, mm-hmm. and Judy Tenuta. You know, it was just like it was an odd uh, consortium of people. But a great, but a great one. Has Emo gone through the alone thing? No, 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 no. I I don't think so. I don't think so. So I'll, 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 I'll. I'll, We're not in touch with him. We're not in touch with him. So yeah, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him for a long time. I haven't seen him for ten years, more than ten years, more fifteen years, or yeah, a while. He's around. Does he still live he's, here in Glendale? He's got right to be down the street. I so. Yeah, I mean, he's still well, down go, the street. Let's go down there. Let's go down. Let's knock up. It's portable. Nice house. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can go portable. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> do I do I get to bleep that name out too? No. I'm just gonna bleep no. every name out. No. Yeah, I'm bleeping no. all this no, shit out. No, he's a sweetie. He's a sweetie. Can you bleep alone out as well? Please? We'll bleep. <laughs> Thank you. We do not want the people to know. But it's very. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. I'm excited to go through. And where can people find out about social media? Like, how can they look and say, uh, you have a great, great trailer I want people yeah, to see. Yeah, thank you. So uh, where can uh, people see that? That's uh, from last year. From last year, Sasha Friedman helped us put that together, yeah. which, was, which was amazing. Aloneexperience.com. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where all the information it is. It lists them all. Also. It lists them all with Facebook, Alone Experience, Let Twitter. List I list them all? Yeah, oh. list them all right now. Facebook. Alone Experience on Facebook. Alone Experience. Um, Twitter. Alone Experience on Twitter. Alone Experience on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. You are a manager. Alone Experience on Instagram. Yes. Okay. I think that's all we got. Yeah. And then AloneExperience.com. And then for the forthcoming Snapchat. Snapchat. (laughs) And And SoundCloud. We might release some some from some of our original music. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. You should. You should. I mean, that's really it's great. Like, I mean, it it would be. uh, I mean, it would be good for people to recapture the experience because you know those. Mm Those chords and stuff, they stick you in know, your we, head. We did. Can we say that we used? No. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. But it's, it's exciting that, you know, you're creating it we'll from the ground up. Like you create all the music, you create the entire experience. Yes, so it's exactly. very, very important that people check it out. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's a whole, it's a we very, very whole thing. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a really cool thing and it's revolutionary. And I'm scared already, but I'm going to go through. You're going to do go it? Through. Yeah. Yes. Can, I, can I sit in the booth and watch? I think we can allow that. <laughs> yeah. I think we can allow that. Is it like a control room? It is it exactly kind of is. basically, yeah. and you're just watching. That's really cool. We're That's watching great. and directing. We're if directing. By control room, you just mean like you know all the extra props and stuff like stacked and smashed around us while we're trying to control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. What it and is. a monitor. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very people coming in and eating like red vines. Yeah, 
It's a very intricate choreographed uh, thing that goes on behind <laughs> is, the scenes. It's always seconds of from just falling apart completely. Yes, just like our lives. That's yeah. best. And so it's going to start <laughs> on October 19th. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then it will run all the way through um, after Halloween and yeah, yeah, through the, the last weekend, I think until November 2nd or 3rd, yeah. just depending, you know on how things go. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I, I really encourage everybody, we'll all do this. I think it's really important. I think it's important for art. I love that we're, we're taking art into this different kind of a space where it's like, why not use this kind of art to be scared? Yeah. You know? It's yeah, like adrenaline is like a drug. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's never, it's never been explored. So let's go, let's go for that. And um, sensory, not immersion and deprivation. And everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, I'm really excited about this. And and uh, so people go check out the Alone Experience. Um, you can reach me at Margaret Cho on Twitter. You can reach both of us at Monsters of Talk. We are every Monday on SoundCloud and iTunes. And oh, do you guys have a YouTube channel? We do. We do. Alone Experience. Alone Experience. Yeah. So then people can see sort of uh, what's on there. We'll see what they. Right now is the trailer from last trailer. year. The mm-hmm. promo trailer from last year. By the time this airs, there's going to be a lot more. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And and uh, a little clip of of something some the, the sounds that Ryan put together from last year. Yeah. He put together a little video clip of of all the sounds and some visuals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. So people can check that out. I, I really think the trailer is powerful. So and I'm looking forward to the new one because it's going to sure be very very scary. It will. Yeah. So thank you. It's exciting. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being over. Thank you so much. I love you guys. And um, thanks to Lawrence Lewis, Devin Paulson. And thanks, Jim. Thanks to our listeners. Um, We love you. And we will talk to you next time.